We're here with Natalie Hoffman of Knots Optic Sync. Uh, she was also in X Cult and Bake Sale. How you doing, Natalie? I'm good. Thanks. How are y'all doing? Just trying to, you know, hang in there and amidst the madness. Yeah, strange, strange times for yeah. sure. Yeah, we're we're really bummed that we're not making the annual trip down to Memphis this year. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. bummed. It's you know, it's it's gonna happen online, which is great, and I'm happy about that. But man, it's it's uh, the best festival, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it's totally. It's it's not happening. Or yeah, it's not happening in you know real life. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I, I'm looking forward to the, the online uh, festival, but yeah, I mean, of course, it definitely won't be the same. I mean, we've gone, this would have been our sixth year now. Yeah, um, yeah and I remember too, it was great. It was like a string of, uh, I think, a few years in a row where we'd see Knots down at Goner Fest, and then like within a week or two, y'all would be on tour and playing yeah. in Boston. That was great. We that tour schedule we had was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Goner Fest would be like the kickoff show and then we would make our way up uh up to the northeast, which is great. And those shows in Boston are always so much fun. That's good. Yeah, They're yeah, memorable. Those are always <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, totally, totally. Yeah. Uh that's it's a hell of a kickoff, too. Right. <laughs> hell of a tour kickoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is funny, too, because we see all sorts of uh, friends, you know, at Goner Fest. Like, oh, yeah, we'll be in Boston in, like, a week. Or, like, oh, yeah, we'll be in uh, New York in a week and a day. <laughs> so, yeah. fun. Yep. And yeah. are you um, going to be playing the – in some form at the Goner Fest virtual? the online goner fest mm -hmm. um yeah I, optic sync will play a set so um knots is on a bit of a hiatus at the moment just you know given the circumstances mm -hmm. of course and also uh, we're all kind of in different cities right now or one of us is in a different city but uh yeah optic sync will play and it'll probably just be me solo since I unfortunately can't get together with Ben to play live. So it'll be like a slightly different take on the album since I'll be controlling the percussion as well. Yeah. And usually oh, Ben awesome. does that. So yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It's um, kind of good timing for me to get into like a band where I use a lot of uh, sequence synthesizers and a drum machine. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's conducive to the tons of alone time, you know, that the pandemic has offered. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you, uh, just going back a little bit, um, so you moved to Memphis in 2007 uh, for, for college, is that correct? Yeah, totally. Wow. I moved here, man, yeah, it's been 13 years. That's so weird to think about. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I, I moved to Memphis in 2007 to go to Memphis College of Art. And then, uh, yeah, I got into all the great music Memphis has to offer. And luckily, I met Charlotte, who y'all know from Knots and Hash Redactor. 
and bake yep. sale. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so that's how we got started. We started bake sale together, which was our first band. And that eventually turned into knots. So yeah. Right. Yeah. I was actually I was um I was reading this article about uh about bake sale that was actually from like a one of the Boston Underground uh, uh websites called the Boston Hassle. Oh that, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. And it was written in like two thousand eleven. I was like, oh shit, I, damn. Um I didn't remember reading it before before, but I was right. I was it was awesome just seeing that uh I'm I'm glad that they covered uh, uh you know bands from all over the country because I mean they do that but a lot of times it's with that website it's, it's like they have sections for national stuff and other stuff but it, a lot of it's more local based but um yeah we did bake sale um did you guys tour yeah we did and I'm like oh my brain is so scrambled from all the different <laughs> touring I've done I'm trying really hard to think if we played in Boston I know we did a west coast tour I feel like oh, wow. we, d and we definitely played, yeah, we had to have played in Boston because we played in New York, uh, we played in New York once. I'm trying, I think maybe our West Coast tour was really weird and also had some of the East Coast. We might have done something extra crazy, <laughs> but like I yeah. said, unfortunately, my brain's a little scrambled from the years of touring, so I might be crossing that with uh, Knots or x -Cult, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> had you heard of the, yeah, I definitely saw x -Cult. Had you heard of Goner prior to moving to Memphis? No, I hadn't. So I'm from a really small town in Missouri, and uh, word of Goner had not reached me. Um, but when I got to Memphis, it, it definitely did reach me, and it was it was awesome to find that scene and just like such an exciting and thriving uh, sort of DIY scene happening mm -hmm. and and independent label, you know, happening in Memphis is so cool to find out about. Yeah, I, I, what I really love about Memphis when I when we go every year is, I, at least this is kind of how I how I feel from the, as an outsider. It just really feels like the community is just really supports like the like the history of Memphis with like music with like whether it's, so it's like the Sun and Stacks and just the whole like. I don't know, you know, like just even seeing like, like a Jay Retard mural or something like that, or it just feels right. like it's it's interconnected. That I don't feel that much uh, from in Boston. Um, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like so. I just, that's just one, one thing I've noticed about Memphis, and obviously, uh, Goner's like the epicenter of that. Right. Yeah. It's it's really great. I I noticed that right away too um, when I started kind of like checking out shows and seeing what was going on with the whole uh, DIY and Goner uh, sort of scene. Yeah, it's really cool. And you know, Goner Fest like really helps that too, just because it brings. It's it's like I I know that I'm obviously uh, biased <laughs> about Goner Fest being the best festival. <laughs> But uh, it is cool that it brings so many people who have, like, y'all have been so many times, you know? And then you, like, see all your friends who you only see at Goner Fest and then see all the Memphis uh, locals who surface at the yeah. after show or whatever. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Shout out to Dom Perry. I haven't seen him the past couple. Right. 
I haven't seen Don Perry in a while either. I miss him and his uh, excellent photography and in general. His I general antics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his general yeah, yeah. antics. <laughs> he's legendary. I think, you know, he had to like maybe disappear for a second because he's so legendary. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's going to be fashionably late on a whole new scale. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But everyone will will know <laughs> when, yeah, when he reappears. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that guy. Yeah, he's wonderful. Before I even met him, I was just like, oh, shit, I've seen you in, like, Barbara's videos. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I recognize you? <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, um, his presence at those shows is like all, also legendary, you know. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, were you playing with uh, Barbara's and like Girls of the Gravitron and some of those bands? Uh, Not when uh, Bake Sale started playing. So Bake Sale kind of started when Barbara's were and en either ending or like playing one or so of their last shows they were pretty much transitioned into being uh magic kids by that time so the members of the barbers who are still uh in memphis um formed the band magic kids and right. they were playing and bake sale played with them but we didn't i don't think we played with the barbers i think oh girls are like i was trying i feel like i'm crossing things again in my mind because I know that I, I saw Girls of the Gravitron play but whether or not or Gravitron whether or not I played with them mm -hmm. is a really good question I don't think we did I think that might have been another like right on the tail end of them not playing quite as much yeah right well, as you know yeah. I don't know if you know <laughs> yeah they're they're our one of our favorites of all time like legit out of any band we even though the <laughs> There's, you know, they had the album and they played in Memphis. I know they may might have gone on some tours, but we just we just can't get enough of Girls of the Gravitron. It's, it's almost oh, I know. <laughs> no, it's great. I remember when I first met y'all, you were like, "Do you know this band, uh, Girls of the Gravitron?" And I think I think when I met you with X Cult, you dropped an even deeper reference to uh, shit. I can't remember the name. Castle. Oh, Castle. Castle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, because I, rem I remember Michael being like, dude, these guys know about Catalog. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> so sick. Um, yeah, I have the record. <laughs> yeah, we both have the Catalog Yeah, record. what a good uh, deep Memphis um, reference. Man, yeah. yeah, and Girls of the Gravitron, that album is incredible, and their shows were incredible, too, at the Buccaneer. Uh, I remember that, a few of those very distinctly. Um, awesome. Yeah, Cole is is out of Memphis now, the singer, and Will is still in Memphis, so he's still making some music, I think, That's but awesome. Cole is out in California now, so we'll have to see if he resurfaces as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'll pull a Don Perry, he'll come back. Yeah, 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 all these, uh, all these legends have to lie low <laughs> for a little while and then reappear for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen a few videos online of uh, the Dairy House, like I think like Girls of the Gravitron and and Bake Sale and um, some other bands. Uh, yeah, I I wasn't uh, too familiar with, like house shows in Memphis. It's there's a lot in Boston, but um, I was just curious about the about the Dairy House, like uh, yeah. you know, like how you know if 
you could tell us a little about that or sure. whatever you know. Yeah, totally. So the Dairy House is really cool. Um, a bunch of us from MC, it kind of had like a bunch of, uh, you know how punk houses get kind of like passed on. <laughs> to mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So it, it started off like not as a show house and I actually lived in it. Um, and I, you, I don't know if you can tell this from the videos or not, but the location of it is pretty great for a, a, a sh- house that has shows because it's located right next to a uh, milk factory. So ah. it's so loud. <laughs> and oh, there used it. to be um, a, a gay club next to the milk factory too. And it was so loud. So it was like this great, like super loud corner. So you have the club, the milk factory, and then the dairy was like right on the edge by the milk factory. And I mean, it was like on a weekend, you could just really get away with having these shows because one whole side of your house is this like super loud factory and super loud club, you know? So it's, um, it was a really, really like meant to be for um, a punk house. But yeah, so it kind of started off like some art students, myself included, uh, lived there and then we moved out and then Alec who plays guitar in um, X-Cult and of course uh, Front's Hash Redactor, he moved in along with another friend, uh, Jeshua and Carly from Bakes who lived there too for a little while. Oh my god, I'm gonna cross so many people have lived in that house. I've lived there, Carly's lived there, Charlotte's lived there. (laughs) All at different times. Uh, Alec of course and Jeshua but it was really the dairy when Alec was uh, Alec and Josh were there and they just did such a good job. They just did like a pay what you can at the door and they always made a ton of money for the touring bands, which was cool, you know. Um, they yeah. always had the backyard set up really nice. And then the like funniest thing about the dairy was it was like a total danger zone, like every punk house kind of is. Like, <laughs> like it felt, I have this like really distinct memory of Ty Siegel playing there after, what was that? after a goner fest or after maybe it's just after a show that he was playing in memphis mm-hmm. but um he was playing and it was so packed in there and everybody was like going nuts you know like losing their shit like so excited and the floor was just sh- i mean we all were like this floor is going down tonight like we're all falling into this uh you know crawl space or whatever who knows what's below us <laughs> But uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, it was like every show that got kind of packed out in there, you just had to become so concerned with the floor. So ultimately, um, they had to kind of quit quit having shows because it, it just seemed like the house was going to be destroyed. And, you know, we were renting this house, of course. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, or they were renting it. So yeah, it eventually fizzled out just because it's hard to sustain something like that. But when it was around, it was awesome. I remember the members of Guitar Wolf came uh, to the wow. dairy one time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really cool to look up and see them. Uh, yeah. Tons of bands played in their big sale played there a bunch and it was always super, super fun. Yeah. I saw a video of y'all playing there today. That's why I just, I thought of it. Uh, great. I, I need to look before. that up. <laughs> I wonder if it's the yeah, one where yeah. we, we had only written three songs. So we just played them and then played them again. <laughs> oh, that's great. I wonder if it's that one. Yeah. Were there several so what, like, house shows? What, oh, sorry about that, Chris. Yeah. You go. <laughs> I was just gonna say, just like what time? Yeah, what time frame is this? Uh, or like what years? Uh, it would have been like 2009, 2010. Okay. Maybe some of 2011. One of my most favorite Memphis shows ever happened in there with uh the Manatees when they used to 
I don't think a lot of people know this, but, but the Manatees, who are a, a punk band that was out of Memphis, fronted by Abe White and Charlotte played in it, and uh, Keith Hall. But before they were a three-piece, they were this crazy, uh, I don't know, we all just called it Big Band Manatees, <laughs> because it was like way too many people, and uh, it was like Abe, you know, singing his songs and trying to like hold a band together, but it was like, 10 people on stage and it was like Cole from Girls of the Gravitron was like soloing on guitar like mercilessly like it made no sense. I think at one point JB was in the band and he was kind of just playing and then Bennett who was in uh, uh, the Barbaras and Magic Kids was in the band at one point and he used to just wear a headset mic and play the applause on the keyboard <laughs> <laughs> all while Abe was just like trying so hard to keep everyone focused they had two drummers um and that somehow happened in the dairy that was a uh, mostly the band in the room but then you know whoever could fit in crammed in to watch the show it's a memorable story <laughs> but, at least yeah it was it was great it's my one of my favorite performances i've seen in there <laughs> a lot of house shows around that time like no, not houses. really. There was one other house that would have shows once, or maybe two other houses that would occasionally do it. But no, it's it's unfortunately it's never really been like in my experience in Memphis. It hasn't been like a super present thing. I mean, there will be houses that like pop up, but never like a a network of them or like a bunch of them really. Yeah, it's funny in Boston we have a lot of houses, but a lot of the regular venues are, you know, well I I don't want to say like there's lackluster ones but then there's and then there's like good ones but it's 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 weird it's like it can be tough getting people to come out but then like the house shows do really well you know yeah. naturally but yeah. yeah totally it's just you kind of take the whole uh you just feels like there are no rules or something yeah yeah totally. <laughs> so i feel like people yeah. are all about it yeah exactly it's just so much fun and and the other big thing like you like you said too with like paying bands especially uh, bands on tour it's it's so much yeah. easier of course because there's no you don't have to deal with like a rental fee exactly and, you know, yeah i mean people can just donate whatever at the door totally i mean they're yeah. a staple of like diy scenes for a reason you know and of course like the all ages nature of it uh yeah is also a thing you know it gets tough when you're stuck always playing at bars and you know it's tough for people who are sober it's tough for people who aren't 21 and want to check out the band it's yeah it's a weird it can be weird so yeah house shows are great when they're great mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah i feel like <laughs> we'll be seeing one way or another we'll be seeing a lot more more of those you know <laughs> yeah for better or for worse for, yeah, yeah yeah exactly for better for better <laughs> and, and for worse but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's sad. It's so tough right now. Curious, how did the, uh, how had things with, I guess you could call it the scene in Memphis, how has it evolved since like you, when you moved there and up until like most recently before COVID as far as, um, I guess the amount of like local shows, non-Goner Fest? Because I, I feel like we always come down and we just get that four days of pure, you know, music all the time kind of thing is, mm -hmm. how is it like, uh, I guess when it's not goner fest, uh, as far as shows and stuff like that? Um, it's, 
It's definitely different because, you know, of course, Garnerfest is this, uh, like you said, just like total rock and roll, total, you know, show all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like during the year, it's really not like that quite as much. Um, the scene of locals is, is pretty small. Um, and it, it's cool that Garner has had such an impact outside of Memphis as well as in Memphis. But as far as like a local scene goes, it's honestly, it's pretty small. And it's a lot of people, you know, like most scenes, it's a lot mm-hmm. of people who play in multiple bands. And uh, yeah, so there are really, and we also have like kind of a difficult shortage of venues right now that are, I don't know how to put it <laughs> the right way. <laughs> uh positive spaces you want to play in uh not i don't know you know sometimes places just become such a bummer and you kind of see the mm-hmm. i don't know the stuff about them that makes them very difficult to be in so it's uh it's hard to explain but yeah we're we're definitely lacking it'd be really cool if we we could open a really great like all ages diy like venue with a you know of course like a priority on making everyone feel safe and welcomed Mm -hmm. and like you know and then still having like and of course having like really great shows um that would be awesome so i don't know it's gotten a little it's a little tough in that regard just because it's hard to have a venue you know uh but there are a couple of places that have cool shows and y'all y'all definitely ended up at them uh through donner fest so you kind of know the right the usual suspects (laughs) yeah Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that that's cool, but Yeah, I mean, again, just uh not to uh be too much on a bummer note, but uh, yeah, we're just gonna miss not going to Memphis this year. Like especially just it coming up on like the you know, it's almost September where like I, know. I just just yeah, just like walking in, you know, into like the high tone or something or, right. or you know, just that the, the like second that the plane lands yeah yeah like lamplighter oh my god yeah oh i should totally lamplighter deserves a, a shout out because uh yeah they they built that as you all know they built the um well they rented the space next to them so they've got this like really cool show space now and honestly they they are are really going out of their way to make like a great space for shows which i think is so cool and i mean it was a great honestly in my opinion it was a great space for shows before the extension but now it's even better because you don't feel like you're totally unable to move in there yeah that's great <laughs> yeah. love that room yeah for those yeah. listening who don't know the lamplighter it's like it's like you're it's like a grandma's basement or something it's so small it's like <laughs> this tiny little smoke-filled bar and uh yeah. great box great bartenders people who own it are really cool chuck and laurel are great uh yeah so they bought that or they rented that room next door so so yeah hopefully once we're out of the woods with covid and everything some really cool shows i'm sure will happen in there because it's a good uh accessible place for bands and it's like big enough to not feel too crazy but definitely not too big <laughs> Yep. Yeah, no, I I love the venues. Is uh the after party shows, the Goner Fest after party shows we went there were just like nuts. Just uh, no, you know, we actually <laughs> I remember her, you were playing uh Optics Optic Sync mm-hmm. was playing last year and it was so packed in that 
uh, you know, that like extended room that yeah. <laughs> I could like, it was, I think it was initially when we got there, it was like at capacity. So we just had to chill with the bar, but then they like a couple of people walked out and, and so they let us in yeah. and it was still, it was so like packed though, but it was, it was, yeah, it was awesome. Um, yeah. And then we went there for an after party the year before and, and we got there, we went there a little bit early, like an hour early before the show started. And it was like, just like the coolest karaoke night. Oh, hell yeah. You got, you saw karaoke. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Lamplighter Karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> Lamplighter Karaoke. It was just great. Cause there was, they, I'd never seen, um, well, they, they weren't doing, uh, I mean, they, they were like famous songs, but they weren't the like typical kind of, wasn't like Journey. Some guys right. doing like Perfect Day by right, Louis. Right, right, right. Like yeah. This. They've yeah. got their, like, yeah. got the selects over there. It's great. <laughs> yeah, exactly what I want to hear at a bar in Memphis at like 3 a.m. Or not 3 a.m. <laughs> right. So like the show, the show, but like maybe like 2 a.m. or someone's, whatever it was before. <laughs> yeah, someone's just drunken Reed <laughs> rendition at the smokiest bar you've ever been to, probably. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, there's the dude next call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah, it's it's a great spot. I I didn't, you know, after touring so much and being kind of a you know how I don't know, I got to be a little bit of a brat about going out all the time after I was touring so much. I was like, I'm gonna stay in tonight, la la la. But man, I miss it now. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> miss it like crazy. Are they still able to um lamplighter in particular are they open or still are they yeah their... they're they're really um so they serve food now they have like honestly it's it's pretty surprising and great but they have like a pretty extensive food menu and awesome. a pretty extensive vegetarian menu which is pretty tight yeah uh but you know that greasy cheeseburger is like the best that's what i always get <laughs> anyway so yeah so they serve food so they're allowed to be open um a lot of bars in memphis had to close it was it's, it's weird and messed up and the rules are super strange here um but yeah a lot of bars had to close because uh they weren't serving food and covid and you know people were being stupid and congregating in them but the lamplighter mm -hmm. is being super smart about it and keeping everyone you know spaced out they have a good patio people can go on and i mean as smart as you can be if you're a bar during a pandemic you know that needs to stay open so yeah they're still totally. oh awesome yes. yeah glad to hear yeah awesome. uh, me too uh i think if the lamplighter were ever in dire straits the community would rally and make sure they stay in the <laughs> it's a that's beloved awesome. spot that's such like a um, amazing block of uh that's is that madison ave i'm yeah. trying to think that's yeah what what an amazing street full of so <laughs> many different awesome oh sorry just getting a little nostalgic here i know <laughs> it's like you can't yeah now i hear you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a great spot yeah uh I just wanted to actually change the topic slightly. I was going to ask uh, about, you know, you had mentioned with Bake Sale, you were playing with Charlotte. Um, when did it sort of morph into Knots? Uh, so Bake Sale is funny. It's like Knots. It's had a bunch of, or it had a couple of different uh, lineups. So um, 
at one point we morphed into a three-piece or not a three-piece there's still me charlotte yeah there's still four of us we um brought our friend joy in to play drums with us and it was me charlotte and carly playing guitar me and charlotte on guitar and carly on bass and we were writing these like like joy's drum style was like much more punk <laughs> Mm -hmm. um alec actually used to play with us before that and alec is also a punk as we all know but uh joy's style was like super stripped down like she was like self-taught drummer like you know a couple of beats that she's like really good at and they sound really cool and she just had this whole different way of playing and we kind of started like listening i mean this is like so cheesy to say i'm about to say it though we like <laughs> started like listening to the fall and like all this weird stuff you know we were like oh shit getting influenced by that and then we just it just kind of naturally happened we started kind of being a little more aggressive in some of the bake sale songs and then me and charlotte of course were both playing in punk bands i was playing in x-cult and charlotte was playing in manatees at the same time as us being in bake sale so it all just kind of naturally morphed into like more aggressive more uh dissonant sort of territory it was always leaning that way except for the vocals but eventually we just said let's uh let's go for it <laughs> go all in yeah definitely because i was curious just just because yeah big seal and is sounds so different from not from knots in a lot of ways you know oh, totally uh, yeah 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 so uh yeah i was just kind of curious but uh yeah that's all that's awesome so let's see like i think y'all played like at goner fest in two, 2012 is that right yeah oh oh yeah totally we played like the opening slot at the high tone that old high that's tone awesome. yeah it was super fun yeah well, yeah it's weird um, i see the videos of of high, the old high tone was it i never been was it it looks very similar to the new high tone in videos i just don't know is that true or yeah kind of so it was in it was a lot smaller. Um, and honestly, oh, this is going to surprise y'all, but the high tone has moved again. <laughs> so oh, no. oh, I heard our, that. Yeah, we're on our third um, iteration of the high tone. So uh, we'll get to all experience that uh, post COVID, of course. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's upstairs now, which is crazy. So I don't know, it looks cool from the outside. And the pictures I'm seeing look good. But anyway, yeah, the the super old. So the, the first high tone that I ever knew was in a it was like elvis's former dojo or something <laughs> um, so it's like this really small building and uh so it was like kind of a weird setup it was kind of like a big square but uh divided in the middle kind of one of those venue setups yeah it, so it was different it was a lot smaller and um yeah no air conditioning as hot as hell in there <laughs> oh, man. oh damn yeah, it was like one like sad window unit or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet, cool, uh, especially in the summer, Memphis in the summer, in indoors with no uh, AC would, would probably be uh, pretty harsh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Although I do remember last year, yeah. I was talking to Chris about this, for the first time going down there, um, I remember having, I was actually chilly outside. I felt like I needed a jacket. I don't know. Oh yeah. And, and was that nice. was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah what is you're like what do, to what do i owe this pleasure of nice weather in memphis it makes you kind of nervous <laughs> yeah no i know because yeah it must be a change what i can only imagine that's it's must be so hot most of the time i imagine so hot all the time it's actually not hot today which is surprising but yeah you or it is but it's not as bad <laughs> yeah I, it's weird i don't like I, it's weird. I don't like remember that as as much or whatever. I is it like it may have been one like the first night or something last year where it was like a little chilly or something. Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It takes a Bostonian to kind of remember that. I, I, I'm sure it's not <laughs> well, as notable yeah, a thing to like, most people. <laughs> no way. And y'all's definition of chilly is like very different from <laughs> mine. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh my god, true. it's so cold outside, and it's like 45 degrees or 50 degrees or something. Like, mm. this is the dead of winter. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I know people that are like, oh, that's perfect weather. Like, I can, like, you know, I don't need a jacket. Yeah, or <laughs> I can, like, like go Boston. Time, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually love the heat. That's uh, why I just love with Memphis because, you know, and it kind of sucks most of the time in Boston. <laughs> not hot most of the yeah time, yeah I'm not one of the, I'm not a love the heat person unfortunately but I you know <laughs> <laughs> it's all right it's yeah. all right yeah uh, absolutely um so yeah we talked about the uh you know I would say like Optic Sync the new album full, the full length uh the full length debut on Goner it's uh, October yeah. 2nd right yeah that's awesome yeah, thanks. Yeah, super stoked about it. This record has been in the, I mean, y'all, as we were talking about, y'all saw us play the after party last yep. year at Counterfest. So this record's been a long time in the making. So I'm glad that it's uh, it's coming out. Yeah. Um, so have you been playing like electronic music or into electronic music uh, for a while now? Uh, for the past couple of years, I mean, I've always been in, interested in it, like listening to it and uh, especially the just like tons of crossover with like electronic music and punk music and mm -hmm. kind of like psychedelic, hard to define weird electronic music has always been really interesting to me and intriguing. But I started playing synth uh, in knots because we thought it'd be cool to add another synth to our sonic palette <laughs> i guess right so, uh yeah me and ali had a couple of songs that unfortunately i don't think are on it they're on a live record a live at Ghana record but um or maybe a single or two but they didn't make it on uh a full length with both of us playing synth but that was really fun and uh that's kind of you know when i started playing synth and knots i was like oh this is really cool and i got really into learning this uh mini log synth that i bought i just loved spending time with it and learning how to like write my own sounds and do the whole thing you know and it, it's a total total like vortex <laughs> electronics so yeah pretty much like it. oh totally yeah like once i got into that i was like oh okay now i need another synth oh and then i think <laughs> i need another synth and then maybe like I'll get a drum machine. Or what about like two drum machines? <laughs> so, yeah. Totally awesome. What do you think about um, the synth versus the guitar in terms of what you're able to do with it? Did you find it to be a little more interesting? I, I think 
it's it's weird because like they're they're very different to me like I feel I feel in some ways like a different brain is on when I'm thinking about synth but then in other ways I don't feel that way at all because I still like this really uh almost like harsh approach to synth or like really textural approach I'm kind of thinking about it the same way I think about guitar which <laughs> is pretty much to say that I don't really know what I'm doing on it but I'm enjoying finding different textures to yeah it's the best right yeah so um playing synth and guitar are different I feel kind of like it's um it's like different brains I'm using in a way just because of how the physical feeling of playing synths versus playing guitar which guitar is so tangible you know and I don't strum guitar correctly at all I don't think and it's so it's like really uh for me like pretty visceral <laughs> to play guitar mm -hmm. and I feel really comfortable with how I play guitar since I've done it for a while and I I just kind of do what I think is uh texturally right for the song more than what is probably like correct the correct way of playing guitar which yeah, i love people who that's so cool <laughs> I, that's that's your signature i, I feel like definitely oh. that i connected with that so much when i first was because uh, that when i first was really getting into knots that's when i was really getting into playing guitar too and i just really appreciated your approach and style to it oh cool thank you yeah um yeah it's uh it's it's really fun and i mean i sometimes i'm like man i i want to learn how to i see like my friends you know like alec is so good at guitar <laughs> and like jb can play these just like insanely great heartfelt solos that don't sound cheesy at all and like sound so perfect for what uh he's doing and I've always been like, oh man, like I kind of want to learn that, but then it just comes back around or learn like how to properly play stuff just to have it in my arsenal. But it just kind of comes back around to me wanting it to be used as like a textural uh, abstract instrument that's more just like really related to how I'm feeling at the moment of playing with uh, with Charlotte and Meredith. Yep. And synth is, is honestly that way for me too. I kind of feel like a, a similar approach to it. like. I don't really know how to play the piano. I mean, I, I kind of know. I, I took some lessons when I was a kid, but not enough to like actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I like approaching it from the same kind of like very textural space, but uh, some, you know, it's a little easier on synth to like play out like a little melody and then like affect it with the knobs and uh, mm -hmm. change it up a little bit too. So that, that's been fun too, to kind of experiment in that way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I, I mean, I, I say as, as like a fan, I, I tend to prefer more like that, that approach that, or at least like in like the music <laughs> that I hear than, you know, than like, yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of varies, but I don't know. I, I kind of prefer that over than like a, like a virtuoso or something. Yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, I, I feel similarly, like some of my favorite guitar players, like, um you know jb alec uh violet archaea if you all haven't heard the archaeas yeah violet is just an oh, yeah. awesome guitarist <laughs> yeah yeah she's so good uh she's really fun to watch and like um uh andy human's always doing something cool with the guitar oh, yeah. man yeah so I, I i love 
all types of guitar, honestly. And I love seeing people who can like play an acoustic really beautifully. Like finger picking is just so beyond me and my comprehension of the instrument <laughs> that I, I yeah. love that too, you know, and it's a totally different thing. So yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking more of like the, I don't know how to describe it, but like, I don't know. It's like where it's like it is definitely like a lot of cool like shit that where, where people like yeah they're very skilled at their instruments stuff like that. But then this I don't know more of like I don't know. I'm trying to think of like I don't know. I guess I get kind of lost when you get into like the the people who are just like I don't know. They're making kind of generic rock music. Yeah, and crap. it gets, it gets Even boring they, fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like no, they might be you. good at their instruments. Yeah, but sure. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I, that's what I was referring to more than like, because there's obviously there are people who are good at it, that but they they can make like you know kick-ass music. Too, yeah, but. totally. <laughs> I hear what you're saying though. It can mm -hmm. it can get boring really fast. And honestly, I don't think anyone should ever feel hindered by whether or not they're good at an instrument. I think it's like if you find a way to play that like makes sense to you and and you're you know making cool music that way i think that's like totally great and really fun to watch yeah because so. oh, don't yeah, you feel like some people absolutely. they could they could be discouraged at, at first and might think oh you know I'm, I'm doing this wrong or it sounds weird but that that in essence is their originality in in many ways yeah, totally. I've I've had this like ridiculous, uh, I don't know if it's like a pipe dream or what the right word is for this. Probably not a pipe dream because it could probably happen. But I've always thought it would be so cool if um, the like girls rock camp in town had, you know, they like they're teaching like girls how to play like drums and guitar and piano, yeah. and, like how to like be in a band, which yeah. is such a great concept. But I've always been like, man, do they have a teacher who's just like, hey, you don't have to be good at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a really, that's a great point. They should <laughs> yeah. have, like, a section or a teacher that's, like, yeah, that's just, like, an outsider or, like, noise, yeah. whatever. Exactly, just, like, <laughs> yeah. Somebody who just totally disregards the proper yeah. way to learn an instrument. You could be like, the leader. <laughs> right, maybe, yeah, maybe this is what I should do now, like, virtually or something. <laughs> yeah, offer <laughs> lessons. Just, or unlessons, yeah. whatever. Unless I'm like, plug your yeah, guitar in, be like kind of bad at jazz chords, and just go for it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good, you know, I think it would be, it would have encouraged the hell out of me as a kid because I just tried and tried to learn things properly and it like never worked for me. And I got uh, a little discouraged, but, um, you know, stuck with it. So here we are. <laughs> yeah that's totally. awesome you found some like-minded people as well right exactly that's the key yeah that that would have to be part of the the um the rock camp class too you'd have to be like here's uh three people who don't really care about being good at these instruments <laughs> what are y'all gonna make <laughs> yeah let's see what happens <laughs> yeah it's what's funny because like we used the word amateur a lot like Glenn, Glenn and I will use it and you hear that a lot is like uh, people say that as like a description but it, it's usually like or for a lot of times you hear it it's like it has like a negative connotation but uh pretty sure it's like it means like 
for the love doing it for the love yeah of it. and like yeah, <laughs> I don't take that personally at all. I guess there are some people who get kind of up in their heads about that. But yeah, I think that's a great doing something for the love of it is is uh, always really exciting to see, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Whether I it's, necessarily like it or not, you know. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing, too, where it's like, I, I, I don't I've always feel this way whenever I show people stuff that's maybe like more off the grid or it's, or it's just weird as fuck, but like, yeah. but, uh, but then people are like, you know, it's, what do you, what do you get out of this? What do you see in this? And it's like, I don't think of this as any different than the way I like, you know, like Chuck Berry or something that sure. everyone enjoys, you know, or, or the way people like the stones or whatever, you know, right. whatever others that's more accepted. I just am listening to the, you know, whatever great song comes out of it, you know? Um, yeah, totally. totally. So yeah, it's like, I don't know. It, I, I guess like, I feel like for all of us, we don't, we're just not getting hung up in that, that technique kind of you know i don't know <laughs> it's you know what i mean it, yeah it's like if the good song is there it's, it's there it's like totally you know, I, yeah i've always yeah. felt that way hell yeah me too and i think that's what makes a lot of bands so exciting is like doing something that's like pretty unexpected you know and which is hard to do in 2020 Mm-hmm. Uh, a guitar <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's always really cool to see and um definitely I think a lot of it comes from that just like kind of disregard of like what you think you should sound like or you know when things are like too planned out it, it never really works out for me personally if I'm not like feeling uh that like connection of of like you were saying earlier just like playing for the love of it and how how it feels to like make these weird textural songs you know yeah totally yeah it's like yeah it's also it's like there's great music made by you know uh like musicians that you know maybe not a, as as conventional and then and then there's also like crappy music play, uh you know made by people who are good at their instruments and everything in between yeah totally totally. (laughs) (laughs) have you met a lot of people down in memphis that have just sort of like you wouldn't expect them to get into this kind of stuff but through the store and through the bands that are playing and coming up and i i believe y'all have a pretty good newspaper that covers this kind of stuff maybe from time to time I think I've read it so I was just wondering if all that does that you ever you know I don't know get a sense that of just people that you wouldn't normally expect kind of like falling into it oh yeah for sure I mean all of like I was that person Charlotte was that person Mm -hmm. in a way you know and of of course a lot of that had to do with um people moving here for college because you know, you change so much or whatever when you're like 18 and move out of your house and <laughs> like everything changes. So there's some of that. But then I think the, the really cool thing about Memphis on that note is um, 
people like really random people like you're saying that you would never expect will come to shows and just have like the time of their life because like the energy is so good and you know those people probably they probably like don't listen to like knots at home <laughs> you know because that's like a special sure. kind of freak <laughs> that listens <laughs> to knots just like casually um <laughs> which i appreciate each and every one of you if you're listening and <laughs> shout out. out to hugo in montreal biggest fan yes, oh yeah oh my god yes, that's right hugo Love Our good Hugo. friend Hugo. We met oh, Hugo at Gonerfest. Yes, I met Hugo at Gonerfest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We I'm all like, yes, finally. Yeah, <laughs> it's really it's funny too because uh, he was at Gonerfest the year before, and we were as well. But we like the first time we went was 2015, and Hugo was there, but we didn't meet him that year. Uh-huh. But it's just kind of funny how there's like pictures, and I can see where like you know inches away from each other but we just yeah. never met that year <laughs> you like didn't happen to talk yeah that's so yeah funny. yeah exactly and then the following year we met and it was really funny how we met he thought we were archie in the bunkers oh my god <laughs> that's a ama- that's a good confusion <laughs> yeah Wonderful. so that's you really like and, and, and like i i mean i was really you know it's funny because we were wearing sunglasses and we were just kind of chilling like on a bench uh yeah. you know outside like oh it was actually right after knots played oh cool um, oh, yeah because yeah. it was the opening ceremonies and oh yeah the gazebo that was a fun day yeah good day. yeah and yeah i just see day. hugo walking towards us with like a big smile on it was kind of like oh okay this guy seems friendly or whatever <laughs> and he's hey guys and, and yeah. we're like uh, uh, and i think yeah he thought we were actually in the bunkers and oh, we should have just rolled with it yeah oh, <laughs> <that's>, yeah <laughs> oh my god that's amazing yeah i hugo has stood out to me for so long because his writing is so so good it's like so considered and and uh mm-hmm. so passionate and i feel like it's just rare to see that lately um yeah yeah, it's so it's always so nice when when I come across somebody writing about music and and going to shows and just being like so excited about it and wants to write like like he does. It's so cool, and, and his photos are great too. I think he took a, I want to say he took like a Super Eight video of us that. Yeah, he he did. Yeah, Absolutely. and it looks yep. awesome. Like, like so, yeah, hell yeah! Shout out to Hugo. <laughs> yeah, he has a great eye. For like, because we had him on before, and we were talking about like, you know, his photography, and yeah. I really like uh, his approach. Is like he actually, you know, he's like he's gonna really try to look for a, a really great shot. And yes. like I know he said like totally. I'm not gonna take a ton of pictures. Uh, that's a it, 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 yeah, <laughs> perfect approach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like so it will make it that much more you know significant i guess yeah he's definitely responsible for some of the best knots photos for sure and stuff that's gotten some of the most traction i think from our live shows so Mm -hmm. yeah he's great that's a great approach too man (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah we definitely i mean he's probably the number one knots fan or he's got to be high up there he really uh you know loves y'all it's uh it just in general, we're talking, we're talking music with him. It, it makes me then like go back and like revisit things because he'll just go into like all these different like specific yeah things or like lyrics and stuff. And totally, he's one of the only people I've seen talk 
in depth about lyrics and like what he's getting out of them, which is really exciting because usually people are just kind of like, here's what they're saying. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, or whatever, you know, but he, yeah, that makes total sense that he would. Yeah, everything I've read, I've been like, damn, he has like really thought Even, about this and I really appreciate it. Yeah, he, he said, I remember what I think we were talking, I was just like messaging him randomly on Facebook and I was just like, I'm listening to Knott's and I believe the song was Fix. And he was like, oh, oh cool. yeah. And he started like singing it. And he was like, you know what that's Hell about? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, not really. And then like just him like kind of like slowly saying the lyrics, I was like, oh, wow. I get it now. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good to hear. <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Yeah, I remember reading what he wrote about Fix, and I was like, damn, so well put, Hugo. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. great. He usually drops some sort of, like, reference to lyrics in general, but sometimes I get, sometimes I don't. <laughs> it's really uh -huh. funny he's like don't call me a creeper and i was like what randomly and then like and then i was like oh yeah it's like an unnatural lax song and they're from oh, boston wow. too so like he of course you know knows stack from boston it's just really funny oh yeah he's about to like put you on the spot you're like <laughs> yeah better better have your boston knowledge ready to go yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah i love that yeah, so, yeah i they, was yeah. oh sorry Oh, you go. Oh, no, no, that's okay. I was going to say, I felt like it could have been this a similar way when I first met y'all about Girls of the Gravitron, but you found uh, a band of like-minded fans <laughs> to yes. talk to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Because we've, I've even met Alex Gates a few times, like, at, like I went to it, like, at wave shows. And I was like, hey, man, man, I love Girls of the Gravitron. And he's just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, all right, I think I said even, I'm like, I'm sure you get it all the time. I was like drunk. And he's like, no, no one, no, <laughs> no one's one, ever. I never get that. <laughs> no, they, no, I never get that. In fact, actually, no one ever tells me that. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, it's funny. Though, like, I, we had a, uh, a couple of our friends, uh, their band uh, called Steep Leans, toured with Waves. And it was really funny that, uh and they're from the same town as us like the same hometown oh, okay. and uh immediately i guess like you know it, it like they mentioned like oh we have a friend that likes some of your bands from like memphis and he was like is that chris de carlo like he knows like <laughs> knows because i'm like the only person ever i guess that has ever asked him about Girls of the Grouch on that like, yeah. wave show. <laughs> I'm sure he got such a kick out of that. I bet that was great. <laughs> I do like yeah. that you also prefaced it with, I'm sure you get this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I even, like, when I said that, too, I was, like, oh, it's so good. kind of, like, nervous. So I'm, like, even as I uttered that, I, like, in my head, I'm, like, no, I'm sure. Like, he doesn't get this, get all, this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that, though. That's great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are um, there any deep Memphis so, things that you would plug? Yeah. <laughs> just real. Yeah, just, actually, yeah. If you have any wondering that that maybe you should school us on. Oh yeah, let's do it. Um, so I don't know if y'all know Hash Redactor, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah, um, definitely. So George and Hash Redactor, who plays guitar, 
uh, he's, he, I should have, honestly, he's a perfect person to talk about with this whole like thing we were talking about earlier with people playing guitar. Cause he's, he's kind of like Alec or something where he like really knows how to play guitar, but he also does just like crazy shit that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. I always think his guitar sounds like a saxophone and I tell him that all the time. Oh, <laughs> he's wow. probably so sick of me telling him that, <laughs> but I love it because it just has this great like squawk, like crazy. So that's what I think every time I see Hash Redactor, but, um, he has this new project called Ibex Clone. I'm gonna look it up real quick to make sure I'm spelling it right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I-B-E-X and then clone on Bandcamp. I think you can listen to it. Let me just make sure so okay. I don't lead people astray here. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want um, that. Yeah. Right, right. So he's got a new project called Ibex Clone that seems really cool. And they played one show. It was like him and Alec, I think, did it. Um, excuse me, but it's like uh, George's solo music pretty much. Uh, and they played one show, but it was when Knotts was on like a little tour, so I didn't get to see it, but um, seems really cool. So no, awesome. that is a little Memphis thing to check out. Um, Aquarium Blood, who I'm sure y'all have heard of mm-hmm. or seen live or all of the above. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they're awesome. They're working on a new record um, and it's it's going to be so cool. They have like They've been playing uh, the new songs. I think they've been playing them live around town quite a bit. And but obviously before all this stuff happened and it sounded really cool. And I'm excited to see what comes out of that. What else? Yeah. Not a ton. You know, it's a weird time for, <laughs> for stuff because it's hard Anything to Anything when, when you first moved to Memphis that, you, that really resonated with you? Live? Uh, of course, the Barbaras. Uh, magic kids yeah that whole scene of people was like really influential on me because they just had this like I just remember going to like magic kid shows and being like what is this this is so cool (laughs) (laughs) what the hell Um, yeah so that really struck me whenever I moved here I was a little late to the party um as far as like I didn't see a lot of like Jay retard shows I think I saw him like once at the Buccaneer because I was just mm-hmm. a little oh, late wow. that whole that's that um scene because I was like you know getting my bearings like being in art school being doing ridiculous art school things blah 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 you know <laughs> for sure getting used to being in the city um so I didn't see a ton of that unfortunately but uh I did see Barbara's and uh Magic Kids a lot that really really stuck with me so yeah so lucky awesome oh do yeah. y'all know about, do y'all know about sharp balloons i was thinking about them the other night that's a good memphis gem. Uh, no oh my god okay so <laughs> all right uh, this is good <laughs> yeah so zach ives who runs goner uh, along with eric friedel you know yeah. um zach was in sharp balloons with a friend uh heather simpson and they would uh and of course there are more people in the band too but uh they're awesome let me see if they're on they're online i think it's just sharp balloons they had one seven inch out on goner they were so good they just popped in my mind the other day and i was like man sharp balloons that was a good thing that's awesome (laughs) yeah Yeah. zach was the singer in final solutions i i love that band just like i don't know it's so like eccentric (laughs) i don't know how to describe it totally no totally and then sector zero if y'all know about them they're great too 
Okay, cool. Yeah. I, the name sounds familiar, but yeah. I'm not sure if I've ever. Ooh, yeah, look up all, all of that. Those are some really fun seven inches for sure. Awesome. Um, speaking of zeros, there's another band in town called Model Zero. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we love Brand. Shout out to Model yeah. Zero. Yeah, shout out to Model Zero, a bunch of friends. So good. Um, yeah, they're yeah, awesome. They've got, they've got these crazy demos that I hope they put out. I, I heard them in the studio so like we all recorded at the same place uh bunker audio with our friend andrew mccullough who actually moved to austin but i heard some of uh model zeros like these freaky synth demos and i really hope they put them out i just remember being like this stuff is so crazy yeah <laughs> um so hopefully we'll get a little we'll get a little taste of those soon i hope so yeah Trying to think, what else? Oh, uh, Meredith and Knotts is in a really good band called True Danger. Uh, they're on Ooh. Bandcamp too. You should totally look them okay, up. Cool. It's definitely got this really cool uh, kind of Dolly mixture esque vibe. But uh, yeah, they're awesome. Definitely look them up. Uh, a couple of other friends are in that band too, Courtney and uh, Abby, and uh, my friend Maria, who's Meredith's sister. So yeah, they're really cool. And that's a band too that's cool because it's a lot of people learning instruments. Like Meredith is like playing the drums, <laughs> which is awesome. And uh, Maria like learned how to play bass. Courtney had played guitar, but she's got a really cool style. She's in another band in Memphis called Tire that you should totally check out. Okay, did they play uh, at Murphy's last year? Uh, Tire? Yeah, I think, God, yeah. I think they played at like four in the morning or something. Okay. Or didn't know they played during the day. Yeah. I think I remember. Yeah, I was like, I might be thinking of a different band. Okay, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was during the. That was like one of the first bands. Um. During yes, the totally. I forgot about that. Yeah, Tire played during the day. They're cool. Uh, Courtney's got sure. such a cool way of playing guitar. Um. Yeah, we we do this festival like twice a year, just called the. It's like a noise fest. And I remember when I saw Tire, I'm like. I could picture them playing this. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, so loud. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Courtney's playing bass entire. That's right. I think she's playing guitar in True Danger, though, which is really cool. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, there's some good Memphis stuff for y'all to check out. Do you ever see? Like yeah, absolutely. Do you know or do you see, I don't know if he's still around, Billy Hayes? Yeah, I don't see him anymore. I think he lives in town. I haven't seen him in a long time I yeah think he was Billy's pretty prolific another, prolific rather yeah <laughs> another legend keeping to himself you know <laughs> yeah. it's a theme of this conversation <laughs> legends legends and hiding <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah no i haven't seen him in a long time it's probably been at least two years since i've seen him but i'm pretty sure he lives in or outside of memphis now who knows, maybe he'll emerge with some sort of project that'll blow the mind of everyone unexpectedly. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. One yeah. dream. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at uh, one of the after parties at Murphy's 2016. Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might have been around the last time I saw him, to be honest. Yeah, I can't remember what show it was, but it, yeah, I'm, I'm, it may have been Tommy Wright Third. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Tommy Ray. Gunner Fest lore. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you think um, that it will return next year in live? Um, you know, 
Why it'll form? make a tri- yeah, it'll make a triumphant return. I really hope so. I'm gonna I'm gonna think positively about it. You know, try to will it back. Because uh, I think when it is back, it's gonna be so great and so huge, and we're all gonna be so stoked to you know have live shows i just i honestly didn't realize how much i was taking live shows for granted like i said i was mm. kind of being a little salty about it because <laughs> i've gone <laughs> on tour so much and but yeah i think when it comes back it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome so i'm I'm hoping it's it's back next year hoping for the best yeah so yeah same when do you think shows in general will, like will return I don't know. I think it's going to take like, you know, a vaccine that works and that hopefully everyone gets and doesn't act like idiots about getting it, you know? Um, So yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, they're going to have to return in some capacity at at some point. It's just like, when is it safe enough for it to start happening? Right. You know, everyone's Uh. doing like experimental stuff, like having like a band at a drive-in theater where everybody has to stay six feet apart yeah. and stuff which part of me is like yeah right on like we gotta have shows in some way even if it's this weird way that I'm not like super crazy about you know but yeah. at least it's something so, so maybe we'll start to see more weird stuff that's safe for people if it's possible if not we're we're stuck behind the screen for a little while so trying to make the best out of it mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely I was gonna say was there is there been any like outdoor stuff like you said the drive-in thing was that is that in memphis uh i don't know if it's in memphis quite yet i know there's going to be a really cool out uh drag show at the drive-in theater in memphis in a couple weeks which sounds perfect like so sick um hopefully they can do like a venmo or something for all the dollars you know (laughs) yeah make sure that aspect is still very present um so that'll be really cool but as far as shows go we've really just in memphis we've really or at least in the like goner scene we've really just been uh live streaming we started right. uh, goner tv so we're trying to bring some uh live stream stuff in like a variety show kind of format in that yeah, way i like that yeah yeah it's, it's you know it's tough not having live shows so you got to find some way to have some of that energy and some of that community even though of course it's not the same but yeah, definitely. Yeah. I watched, um, I think it was the Memorial Day weekend one festival. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember I saw Optic Sync. That, that was sick. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that was fun. That was kind of one of the first or second. I played this radio show for Lumpin Radio in Chicago, and it was so much fun. And that kind of gave me a life about the live streams. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I did a few more after that, but yeah, thanks. That was fun. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, we, we were mentioning like older bands before. I was, uh, was curious since we didn't touch on it earlier. Um, before Bake Sale, were you in, in any bands? No, um, not in, no, not in Memphis. Uh, I like played with people a little bit when I was in high school just to like try to learn guitar, but like nothing really to to speak of so well actually I take that back when I <laughs> this, this is a super deep cut when I moved to Memphis 
a bunch of us in, uh, at MCA at the art school had a really silly band called the Loose Leaf Banshees. And that name could only come from art school, I feel like. Love it, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, it's just so, so stupid. <laughs> but uh, uh, that was fun. I played like a shitty keyboard and my friend played like a child's drum set. And then our friend uh Brandon or Brandon who had like this angelic David Bowie voice uh sang and that was fun I don't think there are any recordings left of that but you know it was a good uh community building activity when I moved into the dorms at MCA (laughs) Uh, uh, did you play any shows uh you know we played the school talent show what else did we play we played somewhere we played at this art gallery, I think, called Odessa that doesn't exist anymore. And it's probably good that it doesn't exist because it was basically a concrete box. Like, it sounded so bad. I mean, so bad. It was wow. cool that it was around because it was kind of like a DIY art gallery, you know, um, which was nice. But the sound, oh, my God. Like, Bake Sale used to practice in there, and it was just a nightmare. Or we practiced in there, like, once or twice. <laughs> Uh, but then Knott's went on to practice in a storage unit, so really I just haven't had the best sound experiences in my practice spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ghana Records, though. Knott's used to practice there, and it sounds great. In there. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, it sounds so good. They were so awesome. cool about it. They were like, yeah, you can practice in here. Just, you know, lock it up. <laughs> we're like, yeah, all right. Um, how's the store doing? right now i think i think it's all right you know i'm working for them now on the label oh, side of things yeah, yeah shameless goner plugs all around here oh, cool. yeah no <laughs> shame at all I, right yeah, yeah no shame plug, great plug all you want yeah. goner's goner's amazing <laughs> uh, right you know what i mean um yeah i mean it's i mean i again we i mean obviously as you know we go every year but even before we ever went we were big uh big fans of, of, uh, Goner. Um, yeah, and, you know, and then we, we, yeah, when we were in Memphis, I was so impressed that like there were Uber drivers who weren't necessarily even into the music, but they knew what Goner Fest was. Right. Everybody. Yeah. It's like, they're like all these crazy people appear and they all go to pains to eat. That's right. <laughs> they yeah. all go to the high tone and they all go to Murphy's and then we take them to the motel six. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's like got such a funny like legacy. I like imagining what like people who like don't know about Goner think. They're just like, who are all these people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these weirdos descending on Memphis for a weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, it really yeah. is like rock and roll sleep away camp. You know? It's like, oh, it's true. I mean, is. you're in Memphis. Yeah. You can go to Sun and Stacks and right. Rock and Soul Museum and right there's also the civil rights museum it's just like it's uh uh so much to check out too but yes. it's, it's like we, we gladly get like you know maybe not gladly but we don't get much sleep when we're there but then yeah. it's like <laughs> i want to make the most of it before in between shows yeah you know, it's so yeah, awesome totally. Totally. it's hard to yeah. articulate it to people who haven't been because it's like it's on one hand it's a big festival but then on the other hand, it's like, it's so like, um, you know, tight knit. Yeah, intimate. I agree. And I think there's still like, you know, my view of this wouldn't be the best since I live in Memphis, but I feel like there is still like a good, um, 
openness to it. Like I've known people who have gone to the festival and been like, well, damn, I didn't know anybody. And now I have like friends from all over who I've partied with for three days straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And had such a good time, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've, I've met. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. I was just gonna say, I've always really liked that energy about it. Yeah. Um, I've met, we've met people from Boston at Goner. Oh, that's Fest. amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, our friend Tom, shout out to Tom Chapman. He was at the first Goner Fest. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So and yeah, I mean, I guess as the story goes that they originally wasn't, uh, they weren't like necessarily planning it originally as a, as a, as like a big festival and just ended up happening that they had all these sick bands from around the world playing. And I remember Tom was like saying, yeah, yeah I wanted to see raining sound so bad. He's like, I, so I decided to like, you know, go down to Memphis. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's like, I guess, wow. I mean, there you go. And like that, it's like, wow. So it turns out, you know, that if you get enough sick bands in one, in a few rooms that there's people from all over the globe checking out, you know, this music that, uh you know it's it, i don't know it's just that's awesome like because what i love too is that it's like mostly uh obscure relatively yeah. obscure bands yeah, totally mm. it's like yeah mostly and then like i always find out about like five or six bands i had like maybe heard of but never like seen or really really yeah. like, sat down yes. and listened to and i'm always Definitely. like damn these bands are great <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's really cool for that reason. Zach and Eric and everyone else at Goner do such a good job booking it. I mean, I, I'm seeing firsthand for this online uh, festival how much time and effort goes into that, and and, and it, you can tell, you know, in the fest, it's it's awesome. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The shop uh, so is doing good though. I think that was maybe the question we were on. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, I love like the layers of stuff Goner has going on. It's it's so crazy, but it's it's really yeah. cool. Um yeah, the record store itself is open by appointment only, which I think is a smart way to do it. So you can go online and like make an appointment and basically you get the shop to yourself for an hour. And yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Pick out your records. They're doing record store day too. They're doing this crazy. I'm not even. I'm honestly not going to try to explain it. So people who are <laughs> interested should um get on the Goner website and check it out because they've got a sign up form. But they're doing it like telethon style, <laughs> uh, where there's like a lottery and you like get a number and then if your num like you're like if your number's drawn, that's the order you get to shop, basically, but they're doing it over the phone, so, like, you're gonna call Goner, and, like, Eric is gonna pick up, and he's gonna, like, pick out your record store day records for you, <laughs> wow. and then, like, uh, you know, it's, like, locals only at first, or you have to pick them up locally, so they'll mm -hmm. have these, like, bags for people to pick up, and, and then it goes out to, you know, regular internet orders after that, but Yes, yeah, so I think they're doing okay. You know, it's it's times are tough for sure. It's hard to figure out how to exist right now as a shop or a record label or a band or a musician or any just shit anyone any human. You know, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that Goner's you know is is you know stand, still alive and and you know doing well and uh, you know. We send our love and support. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, oh, hell yeah. 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 I ordered, they, I mean, there's so many great records. 
just even just uh i ordered a bunch online oh um, yeah 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 uh yeah actually when they did like the i forget when i feel like this was like a few months back uh when, when you guys did the uh like it was like a bunch of different like seven inches or something it was like a playlist or something uh, like that yeah i think maybe zach made that Ooh. yeah yeah i think so. and i yeah i bought just like as many of them as i could <laughs> oh like, yeah yeah i'm trying That's... to think what some of the ones it was like uh oh yeah <laughs> so colored balls yeah <laughs> heavy metal got... kid yeah 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 like i had never heard of it i'm like but i'm like ah, oh, you know what i liked it on the playlist you know i listened to the playlist and i'm like oh shit there's a bunch of great like records here uh yeah, I don't know. Black Abba is one of them. Yeah, oh, um, Black Abba. Yeah, like Carly. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> yeah, saw them at Murphy's. Um, great band. First one. Well, first one we went to, but yeah, yeah like 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just happy to see too that the label is putting out stuff. As you know, like Optic Sync yeah totally shout out to optic sync again thank you yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah goner's got um a whole bunch of release they've actually they kind of had to like reschedule when releases were going to come out you know given the whole uh covid stuff so they've got um optic sync uh the archaea's full length is coming out which is it's so good um yeah, they that was so much fun when the Arcas came and played on Goner TV last uh, Friday. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so much fun. So that full length is coming out. Um, Quintron and Miss Pussycat have a full length coming out, and the Reverend John Wilkins has a full length coming out on Goner, which is really really good too. The song Trouble is amazing. So. Ah. Lots it's of like, releases coming. <laughs> I think yeah, they're gonna try yeah. to do. They're gonna try to do like a bundle deal, which I think is a great idea. <laughs> that yes, is, that's awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, and then what's it? Uh, it may have already sold out, but Bloodshot Bill. Yeah, oh the, my god! Uh, yeah, what a good record. I forget what the name of the new one was, but uh, they, yeah, just Bloodshot Bill just had a record. Um, that's they did another one last. Year year right uh the the bloodshot bill uh i think so yeah it was um, like come get your love or something oh or the goner one yeah 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 um i forgot he so you were just saying he has another because goner put out get loose or get lost yeah that's okay that was it that was it yeah. and then the other one was i mean yeah he put out one with goner uh last year and then this new one oh, that's right co- what's it called one. again the, oh what's, get what's loose or again? get lost yeah, get loose or get lost. So that's yeah, that's the new one. And then there was another one last year. That, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. he's great. His Memorial Day <laughs> meltdown performance in like the yurt or whatever. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah. We have a recommendation for the Goner label. It's the hardcore Barbaras. I don't know how we got a hold of these recordings, oh, yeah. but I don't know if anyone else oh, knows about yeah. them. Yeah, but, it's not really like oh. hardcore per se, but it's more in comparison to their other like the stuff that people know. It's like a lot like faster and louder. Yes, I want to hear um, that. Where? Right, yeah, yeah, send it over. Awesome. I don't know how yeah, we got please. it, but we Thank have you. it, 
and we don't even know what members were in it at the time or what year it's from. No, but nothing about it. <laughs> allegedly, it is that's, the Barbers. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, let's check it out. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I've been. Yeah, I'd love to have like Billy on or something, or someone that can like shine some light on it or something. Because I, you know, as big fans, we're just so like fascinated and curious, yeah. like you know what the timeline was or when they were playing these songs, or yeah, or if it's mean, not not them and <laughs> just so yeah. it sounds kind of like <laughs> yeah, it could just be a different I band think- altogether. That would yeah. be really funny too, and also interesting. I feel like uh, y'all should hit up these members. They might be enticed by your um, your like from the vault recording here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a cover of uh, "Sea of Love" in there, oh, and cool. that that yeah, that definitely is like. I feel like the transition to the like kind of day at the shrine, okay. more typical okay. what we've come to know of the barbers and these other stuff. It, on this this batch of songs is like very similar to Barbers, but like more like aggressive and like kind of um, not quite hardcore, but louder and okay. faster. So yeah, I'm, I was yeah, we'll send we'll send it over yeah, to you. And, I'm super curious. Yeah. Sort of like early knots. Yeah, totally. Do what? <laughs> the sort of like early knots, like uh, oh hell yeah, <laughs> total <laughs> mess. That's a, <laughs> those are the words you're looking for <laughs> for early knots. There we go. I you go way where the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a wordsmith. Oh my god. Yeah, the fir- <laughs> that first knot single was recorded on a reel to reel by our friend Keith, who's as y'all know is in Model Zero. Yes. Uh, and Aquarium Blood. Um, right. He he recorded it on some like old tape, you know, that like already had stuff on it. And it had this really that. cool, I don't think, yeah, it was awesome. I don't think we got to use it, but it had this really cool, just like haunted, like, like elevator music on it. Like, <laughs> so I kept, Damn. I kept like really wanting, like really wanting to cut from Dust Red, you know, the song that we ended up putting on the mm-hmm. A side. I really wanted that to just fade into that haunted elevator music but it just like never lined up quite right on the tape and and we couldn't make it work so it wasn't meant to be but it was a, it was a special uh a special moment to hear it the existed. freaky music yeah. come out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was cool yeah i was listening to the second and not seven inch earlier today is awesome oh cool thanks hell yeah yeah um i gotta revisit the first one too yeah, total mess, but that wouldn't happen any <laughs> other way, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, I just, um, yeah. We were saying before, like the whenever y'all came through to Boston, it was just always a always a blast. Those shows though were so good. Like I, I have great memories of of pretty much. I think every Boston show we played, it was just so much fun. Yeah, our really friend Jason. Vibe. Uh, yeah yeah our friend jason uh put on all those shows and yeah uh, uh yeah we book shows as, as, as well but he That's like cool. has been a, a big inspiration for us because he would always just put on the best like it would just be the best lineups like they always yeah. made sense we That's thought not that always every the time case. yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. those were really great bands like uh this band germ house played the first time i think you guys came in uh when you came to 
town. Mm-hmm. Um, they were one of the bands that played that show. And it's like Germhouse is members of that band, or I think all that band are in, were in bands that played at Garner Fest, for example. You know oh, I mean? hell it's yeah. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. And then Ursula was in Ursula, Boston, right? Uh, I'm not crossing that. That show is so sick. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Ursula is, a, is just a phenomenal band. They're they were just, so they were good. one of our favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We t- we still talk about that show. We'll be like, that, what's oh, up wow. with that band, Ursula? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they so, so good. Yeah. And that show, it was like in oh. the basement, right? Show yeah, uh, is is actually funny. A couple of things I just thought of. Um, also, New England Patriots. Yeah, uh, they not were the football great. team. Right, There's yeah. a band called New England Patriots. <laughs> you know, I remember like East. actually getting picked up from an Uber from Uber one time, and I was just kind of like drunk, and it was just like, like like I just saw New England Patriots and the Uber driver. What are you like, talking about? What are you talking about? I'm like, just, and it was in a base, it was at a house show. I was like in, a, in the basement over there. And like, I purposely, I'm, I'm just like, you just be an idiot. I'm like, yeah, it's a band name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, they played that show as well. They were great. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it was just a great show all around. Um, and that was in this place called, um, so the bar was called the Cantab Lounge. And That's it's been great. a bar in Boston boston since like the 60s it's like a legendary dive bar yeah in the basement it's called club bohemia and that's where they that's have like right. rock shows and punk shows and what have you yeah we booked there a bunch of times and cleared the room a bunch of times right <laughs> <You know? laughs> right uh, but uh yeah. yeah but oh man it was yeah that was amazing i was actually just talking to the guy mickey shout out mickey bliss the guy uh that uh runs the shows there and um yeah, we'll see what the future holds for it because um, it's up for sale. Oh, so. man. But we'll see. I'm optimistic, sort of. Yeah. I mean, kind of. We'll see. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I just hope that people like value, you know, music and the history of, you know, with Boston, music in Boston. The, it's like this, the bar itself, too, has just been around since. Like, You're cautiously yeah. optimistic. Like cautiously Fauci, optimistic. the doctor, Dr. Fauci. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah right 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 cautiously yeah. optimistic is kind of the theme of the year i think mm-hmm. yeah but. um and then oh the other thing i was gonna say was so that band ursula we were talking about there's this woman named sonam that played drums and sang in, mm-hmm. in ursula uh that bake sale article or like whatever it was like a review of like the seven inch mm-hmm. um sonam wrote that wrote that article i just thought of it now oh, she, about awesome. Bakesdale connection in like 2011 damn yeah. yeah small world it's like everything's so connected it's great yeah it's yeah awesome. it's great this podcast is a really great excuse too for 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 me to be like super nerdy and be like look at all this research i've done is coming to something <laughs> it's coming to use finally yes that's the way it's perfect <laughs> yeah yeah no i just oh, love yeah. digging up like old things and yeah, yeah find totally. out about new bands and stuff or bands i've never heard of before, have but, you uh, did you read the book it came from memphis speaking of digging up old things no i i'm going to now though yeah so okay so robert gordon wrote it um he also he's written a couple of like he's written a handful of really great books and probably more that i don't even know about but uh it came from memphis is awesome you've got y'all will love it it's like 
it's just so cool it's like every it's like a little bit about memphis wrestling a lot about memphis music like history obviously is in there um a bunch of stuff about like yeah it's really cool stuff about the venues that kind of like made some of this stuff happen like where like big stars hanging out at and you know all that stuff it's it's really cool and there are like photos in it it's actually getting re-released on third man i believe is like putting it out on their uh publishing Mm. imprint later this year i want to say so there will be like a new version of it you can get a hold of but honestly you could probably maybe you could even get uh the old version at the library or something but yeah so it's it's really cool y'all should definitely check that out thank you yeah absolutely wow i'm gonna i'm gonna get that now thanks so much hell yeah of course of course it's really good and then there's another one called uh memphis rent party wow uh, i have not read yet but i have so now would be, okay. i need to get the, i need to bust that out and read it okay cool yeah i will definitely check those out well, it's yeah, cool because totally. we're doing this thing where and this this episode is going to be amazing for it with you is just the amount of references we're gonna have like a a guide that comes along with uh each podcast that everything that's name dropped in it people can like have a quick reference to because it's just (laughs) yeah 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 because i know what i would like to do but it would take so long would be like to pause it take notes look things up but hopefully this is like people can listen and then do some research if they'd like if they like what they hear yeah that's awesome that's a great idea yeah yeah definitely so that's that's uh hopefully that's 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 our plan is like yeah just make it um easy for people like maybe even like a playlist or something so it's like you know they don't necessarily have to go like google something or whatever they can just just like oh like here's a song from you know knots or his song from like bake sale here's a song like from a hash redactor or whoever you know Yeah, totally. That's really cool. Another cool thing, um, this isn't an old thing, it's actually a thing that doesn't even exist yet, but is about to (laughs) Uh, in Memphis, is we're about to have a new kind of like uh, freeform public radio station uh, called WYXR. And it's going to um, air from Crosstown, which is this big, like, arts. I don't know if y'all made it over to Crosstown. We checked it out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's in the shadow, or uh, high tones in the shadow of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the radio station is going to broadcast out of there. And Goner is going to have a show on it, um, along with, like, tons of other Memphis people that just have such great taste in music. So um, it'll be really fun to tune in, too. And, of course, it'll be online, too. So. No, that yeah, sounds so something awesome. to keep an eye out for. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, I'm that's, really that's excited awesome. about it. I love good radio. Like, it's such a good feeling to be able to turn on. You know, like when we're up in the Northeast, we like can just turn on WFMU for like in Jersey or whatever. It's yeah, like, yeah. Such a good feeling, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, you were you're on WFMU uh, a couple of months back, right? Yeah, I was on uh, my friend Nate's show, uh, Burn It Down. Yeah, I checked that out. That was awesome. The the yeah. set was set was awesome, yeah. and it was an interview, and um, uh, and then the, his I, I listened to his show too. It was, it was it was pretty sweet. Yeah, his show's great. Um, yeah, Knotts has been on it. Hash Redactor's been on it. He's like definitely he comes to Gonerfest usually too. So he's like definitely pretty tuned into what's happening down here, which is cool. And it's always fun to be on a show and 
talk with him. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't want to, we don't want to um, take up too much of your time. You've been very, very generous and really <laughs> appreciate it. We, we really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, uh, in addition to, so Optic Sync again, this is the, your debut full length? Yeah, yeah, it's our debut full length. Um, it's out October 2nd. All right, on Goner Records, the yeah. one and only Goner Records, Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, you got it. All right, any, uh, any other shout outs or plugs you want to get? Man, you know, I think I might have hit most of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, shout out to my uh, cat, Yanni, who's been patiently uh, waiting for me to notice him in here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's about uh, it. Yeah, no, I think I got them all. Okay, well, well uh, again, thanks so much for, for being on the show. Really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, wish we could see you and, and your bands uh, in Memphis, but next year. we'll see you online. Yeah, and, and next yeah. year. We'll see you next year. Yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to do our best with the online thing. So I think there will be some fun stuff. We've got a cool virtual art show in the works of uh, Rich from Total Punk's work, which will be really cool. Awesome. And I think the guys at Goner are trying to set up some, like, community kind of, like, bar-type rooms, which will probably be really funny Zoom rooms. So who knows <laughs> how that will go. It'll probably be total chaos, but. Maybe uh, maybe we'll see you in one of these weird. Virtual... Oh yeah! Oh, that sounds cool. Uh, oh, that does sound cool. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be fun. You know, we've got plenty of good characters to hit up. Uh, so shout many. out to Eric Bigarm because he knows he's going to get an invite to be a, a host of a room. Oh yeah, yeah. I was going to say I would, as soon as I would you be said surprised that. if he wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh yeah, and Stacy Sex Tape Records. That's a good shout out. Oh great! Um, nice. Yeah such great great folks um so yeah we're, we'll have some uh, funny like virtual ways to have community hopefully or have like you know a, a shred of the feel <laughs> of getting to see everyone uh actually it just reminds me i wanted to ask um because i wasn't sure how, how it was going to be done so with this online festival is it going to be like the same amount of days that the regular Ghana fest would be like is it starting like thursday night and then it run is going to be running during like the days and and such i think the plan right now since we're all kind of like still catching up on technology to be really honest yeah. <laughs> um is probably more of a like friday saturday maybe like a come down like dj type thing sunday but i think gotcha. the bulk of the action is going to take place friday and saturday okay uh, but uh, yeah. i think awesome yeah i think they're they're thinking like all day Saturday from the best of my understanding and then maybe just Friday night so okay cool because yeah I was like okay if I'm uh so I'm working from home I'm like all right yeah if, 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 if they're doing a, sh a show Friday during the day I'm just gonna have to take work off. right 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 <laughs> I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah it remains to be seen but I'm pretty sure it'll be Saturday all day and then Friday night uh, but we'll see. Who knows? You know, Eric comes up with like a new idea for online Goner Fest every day. So I think wow. it's gonna. I think it'll be great. It'll be as uh, you know, it'll be have the Goner feel, but online. So uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting yeah, for perfect. sure. I'm 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 glad. I'm really glad it's happening. Just because gotta find some way to make this stuff happen. You know. Yeah. Props. Absolutely. Everyone involved. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely so, looking forward thanks. to it. Yeah, hell yeah, thanks. Me too. So hopefully I'll see y'all there in some capacity. <laughs> yes, definitely. Absolutely. Thanks right. again so much. Yeah, Hold thanks. it down until yeah, we see again. you then, but Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks again for having me. All right, take care. Absolutely. All right, Have see y'all. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.